0: Welcome, everybody, back to Vale of Sound. And this feels like a We're Back from the Dead edition because we got three of the four guys who are in gospel, ladies and gentlemen. So, hi, hello, gentlemen. Thanks for being on the show. Hi. Ah, hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure, especially uh, since everybody should be in love with the loser. Uh, that mm-hmm. wonderful record that you released in May. Um, but for, for all those who don't know that A, you were dead, and B, you're back, can you uh, tell the people out there who's doing what in the gospel? Let's start with Vinny. <laughs>
1: I nearly said Kramer. But... <laughs> uh, I'm Vinny, and uh, I play drums. I'm
2: I'm, I'm Jonathan, I play guitar and keyboard. Mm -hmm. I'm Sean, I play bass and do some vocals.
0: And we are missing Adam, uh, who is uh, the the main vocalist, right? That's correct,
2: and the lead guitar.
0: And the lead guitar, yes, we shouldn't forget about that. Second question of the day, something that I, uh, for a few weeks, have been asking everybody who is on the show. Uh, what is the band shirt or merch that you are wearing today? <laughs>
3: um,
2: I'm, we're, I'm just I'm wearing a dragged into sunlight shirt.
0: Ooh, like a, good band, very good
2: band. <laughs> a good band, but that's I I might be the only one wearing a band T-shirt today. I'm not yeah. sure about Vinny. Vinny's wearing no. something.
1: Yeah, well, mine's a mockery of minor threat, but it's just a vatos locos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but isn't isn't it crazy
0: how iconic <laughs> Vat, <laughs> hasn't it, Isn't it icon, Isn't it funny how iconic that um, cover for Salad Days had become? And Sean, what are you wearing?
1: Yeah,
0: I am boring. I have a plain black t-shirt on. So he's wearing Metallica's Black Album, basically. Uh, yeah, for, for everybody who always asks. I'm plugging my good friends in Ulfa, uh, nice. best black metal band ever to come out of Western Germany. Um, and uh, so then next question, I, I see that some of you are in the room but but Vinny is in a van. So Vinny, for everybody out there, you're not living in the van, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it'd be nice, it'd be cheaper. But <laughs> <no>. <laughs> So, so, you're on
0: vacation. Did I understand that right?
1: Yes, yes. Okay. My, I'm at a water park with my wife and kids, and they're having fun, and I'm here with you beautiful gentlemen doing nice. this call.
0: I, I, I thought he was about to say, and I'm not. But okay. <laughs> uh, so, so, Jonathan, where are we catching you? I see some codes. I see some wonderful pictures in the background.
2: Yeah, I'm in, I'm in my apartment in my office where I do... I work from home a lot, so I'm here in Greenpoint, Brooklyn.
0: So, so, so you you are also generally working a lot from home.
2: That's true. And yeah.
0: Real profession-wise, a so thing that makes money.
2: Exactly. Yeah, we don't do the band. we don't do the band virtually yet. But someday, it's gonna happen.
0: One day, it's gonna happen. And and Sean, I guess we're catching you in your living room, right? I'm in my attic,
3: hiding from my three kids. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So so we, that's I a think theme, we yeah. got a, that's a theme right so we got two guys who are hiding from their kids okay <laughs> mine is asleep so i'm i'm good um uh, <laughs> 6 hour difference um so but but uh, i i always wanted to ask that the gospel i mean like gospel itself uh, the, the band name can be taken um, ambiguous um can have a lot of meanings uh, one of my friends said, Look, oh, that's quite an arrogant name. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not. So, <laughs> what is your own take on the band name? I'm pretty sure you're not re- religious, guys.
2: No, I don't think there's any really grand plan behind it. Do you guys know? <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's for, sort or, of random.
3: Uh, yeah, it's more random. It, it's not meant to be taken literal. It's not, we're not a, a Christian rock band by any means. Yeah.
2: I think Wouldn't it just sounded, sounded kind of provocative at the time. I think is why.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, like early two yeah. thousands. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, Adam, that's, that's probably the best take that John yeah, has. Yeah.
2: I, I think it was just like a little felt a little subversive, but it's also not that serious. So.
0: It's interesting that in the US, you you're calling that con- that kind of name. Um, like provocative or subversive in, in Europe I, or here in Germany, nobody would care about it.
2: <laughs> um, but I think it's question. just a, a, of the time, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. 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 So, um, guys, you have been part of, of the hardcore punk, however we want to call it, scene for quite some time now. Um, has there been any, like, gateway band or event or concert or maybe even a record that got you into that kind of music?
3: Um, I mean, I started listening to early punk rock stuff, um, like the classic bands, and then I ended up just finding my way into more, you know, modern underground music. This is going late 90s, early 2000s. That led me to, um everybody but there was no like one album or anything it was just kind of a slow transition into going from a kid listening to roses and metallica to finding better music that more spoke to me that i could identify with
0: did, did he just use neurosis and metallica in the same sentence
2: oh no guns and roses oh, that's oh guns cool. and roses oh. i, I yeah. was
0: like v- the sound was off for a second i was like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so, Jonathan, how was it for you back in the day?
2: I mean, really similar. I was just like a metalhead kid. He listened to Metallica and Megadeth and Slayer and Not Overkill and stuff like that. And then in my island, it was just cooler to be into hardcore. So, like, there's a bunch of bands back in the day that were really cool, um, like CR and stuff like that. But in college, I listened to like Blood Lad and Dead Guy and band, American hardcore bands like that
0: and and vinny was there any initiating process for you that got you into that kind of music
1: um i i don't know i got i was more into like prog rock, rock and then <laughs> i got into like tough guy hardcore you know like Lude and sick of it all and stuff and then uh, uh a mutual friend of ours matt got us and uh, me into like more underground shit that i didn't know existed and I, I guess that made more of an impact than anything, you know? I think, right, Sean, you think? Agree with that? Yeah, I think Matt playing stuff like Sleepy Time Trio and Engine Down kind of opened us
3: yeah. up to like, oh, um side of things for sure, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, but yeah, pretty much that, It, you know, so.
0: <laughs> so, like two decades ago, you basically got together as more or less young guys. And now you're back together as, sorry for a word, but grown-up men, right?
2: <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Older men. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, how does
0: it feel now to have the gang together again?
1: It's great. I think it's great, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: I think I think we're just like more mature and older and it's, it's less drama and it's it's actually a lot more chill and a lot more fun
0: do you now i mean like that would have been one question that normally would have been asked at the end but do you think that this and that this is now the time when you're gonna do this for longer than let's say six seven eight years or are you not making any plans at all
2: there's nothing is certain i don't think let's yeah. take nothing. it day by day and like enjoy it while we can and we, we just, I'll speak for myself. I never thought this would happen at all, that we would get back together at all. So I don't think any of us do. I,
3: I think it's something that, you know, I don't think it's just going to end uh, at the drop of a dime. Somebody gets mad at somebody and ends. I think we're all older before where we're able to navigate through the relationships better than we could have, you know, 15, 20 years ago. So there's no long-term plans to play into our 50s and 60s or anything like that. But um, I don't think we would just, you know, end it at the drop of a hat i think if it was going to go silent it would be na- done naturally and with an open door to you know to be revisited at some point i don't think it would be a rash judgment to end it and pull the plug so there's no no plan to do that but i mean i think we're just better equipped at being <laughs> like all these years later yeah
0: so can we at at all in any way touch that question of how did that break come about? Or are you saying like, ah, not, let's not talk about the old shit. I mean, I think I could sum it
3: up. I think John did a great job in a different interview that we all had unwavering visions of the band that would sometimes clash. I think on a personal level, I think when there's four guys just putting all of their time and energy and resources into the same thing. And everybody is making their own, you know, personal sacrifices to do that. It's very easy to lose sight of the other sacrifices that people are making. Kind of focus on your own. And I think sometimes we lost sight that we were all rowing the boat in the same direction uh, at times. And it was easy to lose sight of that. Um, so I think it was just, it just ran its course for that time. I think it was stop being productive at that point in time. And we just needed a break.
0: So could we sum it up with the very often used, but when listening to your music, also I think very appropriate term, artistic differences? <laughs> sure, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a sum up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when, when listening to your music, it doesn't matter if we're listening to the first records or first record that you put out or to the loser, um, it, it's always striking how diverse it is, you know? and. I can imagine that it's pretty hard to, to get all of that under one roof. So, but you never felt underappreciated or something like that back then. And I'm not talking about you as persons, but you as a band.
2: Um, At the time, I don't think we did. And, And now we're just not as concerned with that. I think everyone would. I think we would have wanted to be bigger or more famous or whatever you want to put it but Mm. it wasn't like the goal of the band i don't think for any of us so it wasn't it wasn't like disappointing and we weren't like why aren't we bigger or something like that i Mm. I, I think that's how we all feel i mean i don't know we just like doing it and we were just doing it because we loved doing it
0: maybe that is also the reason why you were able to get back together huh
2: yeah, and in retrospect, you know, that's that's why we do it now. It's the same thing. Do you guys agree, Vinny and Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we weren't we weren't trying to be cool or anything. We we just did this because we love doing it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, feel like
2: we weren't trying to get girls or anything, or boys, whatever.
3: <laughs> and also, I don't think for a thought that we were gonna, you know, it was gonna. Explode, you know. We weren't going to be. We were never expecting to be played on on K Rock or something, you know, like or like the local station, like like an app to drive. I I I think we're too. We're always too abrasive to find more of a mainstream. Do you think so?
0: Do you think so? I think I'm like I'm not trying to flatter you, but when Mm -hmm. listening to either of your records, I always had a feeling like, okay, these guys must be getting big any second. Um, and again, it doesn't matter to. 16 years ago or now you <laughs> that,
3: know
0: that's re- um, that's whenever really anybody it. asks me right now what is the hardcore album of 2022 it's always a loser hands down
2: oh
1: thanks N- man. nothing against thanks.
0: everything else but it's always that's a loser. awesome
2: that's awesome I'm, um, i still stand by the fact that we never thought it's a big bigger you know it's like I know i i appreciate it, and i understand what you're saying though for sure
0: do you have a feeling that you are now getting more recognition than, than back then? Because I have. I mean, like, from looking from the outside at it, I have a feeling as if more people are talking about gospel now than 15, 16 years ago. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it, I think, it, yeah.
2: You sure. go, Yeah, There's just a cult of personality around the first record, so I think it kind of percolated for a while, and then now everyone has an opinion about the new record. But mm-hmm. I think that I had a lot of time to, like, just simmer. That's, that's my personal take.
3: And, and John, also, too, the say? first time around, there wasn't really social media. I think MySpace had just become a thing. So it was, <laughs> there was still a lot of these things are, you know, they were still in print, right? Where you have to actually buy a copy. There wasn't all these resources online to, you know, read about music and find out about things and, and seeing people chat about. It. So it was really it's h- it's kind of hard to compare, you know, now and then uh, being as old as we are <laughs> and things being like kind of <laughs> different
0: now, uh, now that they are playing again. True, true. I mean, like, the, the growing availability of information, right? That makes it definitely, in some ways, easier or also, on the other hand, harder, right? But let's get to the point where you guys got back together. How how was that when you first got back together in one room or when you first started talking about it? Well, I mean, Vinny and I, um, Vinny and I, were always oh, we
3: see each other, so... Like any, any through any like gospel not playing, Vinny and I live less than five, like a less than a five minute walk from each other. So, and you know, we're married to sisters. So we're, we're, we're always, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> we can't escape each other. But, um, I mean, I think like we were playing in 2009 and 10, and then we had some time off, and then we were playing again in 2018. We started playing again. So, I mean, I think it's it's been an on and off again thing. And I, I think, Personally, I think, I I kind of thought it was always, we were eventually going to find each other as, you know, a four piece at some point. Um, I think what happened earlier, but I think everyone was getting their lives in order. There was different things happening, you know, people having kids. Um, I know Adam was in Japan for a while. So I just don't think our lives, the paths that we were on were crossing at that point. But I don't, it could have happened earlier. I don't think there was any reason besides that that stopped it. Uh but it's great being in a room playing music you know, with the other with John um, Vinny and Adam is amazing. There's nobody else I wanna ever really play with and have as my main focus. So musically.
1: So yeah. Just Vinny, what, about... what what do you mean? Oh, I thought it was wonderful. <laughs> I really did. And, you know, I, I thought I thought us getting back together was like a dream at one point, you know, I didn't I didn't think it was gonna happen, you know, but then everything just fell into place and I remember the you know, the first time we started playing together was fucking it just it felt great. It felt like, you know, when you go away for a long time, you know what I mean, and then you come back home and you get in your bed and it feels fucking great. That it was <laughs> just same back feeling. That's the, I don't know. Whatever. Call me cheesy, man. But I thought it was cool. You know, it felt great, you know. Especially because, you know, uh, I think since, like, 2010, like, I, 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 like, like Sean said, I see Sean all the time, you know what I mean? And Sean's my brother. I love him to death. But John and Adam, I hadn't seen in a, a very, very long time. And being able to, like, hook up and, like, you know, the way we all met up as, you know, older individuals, you know, a little bit more mature and... Uh, you know, at least I hope in my department, you know, I mean, fucking, uh, it was, it was quite the, uh, it was quite the dream come true to me, you know what I mean? Because I, I can't, like Sean, like, there's no other people I'd rather play with. You know? They're just fucking, they're so fucking cool, <laughs> you know, but it was great. Sorry, did I rant there? No, you're good. And I, you know, I echo all the
2: same, sorry, I echo all the same sentiments. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to play with these guys. This rhythm section behind you is like, I, have, you can all vicariously imagine what that's like. It's it's the coolest thing you could possibly imagine. It's just like so much power, so much precision, so much, act, you know, so much light to it. It's it's amazing. I love playing with them. And it's a so, dream come true so, to to yeah.
0: John, as you mentioned, the rhythm section behind you, do you now feel any difference when it comes to sure. performing with the other three guys? Is it different?
2: Um i think we're better i mean that's the crazy thing like it it's like it seems like when you're young and you're full of full of testosterone or whatever it is you're like a little kid you would think like it's better but mm-hmm. it's not really i think it's better now once we when we really lock in now it's 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 collected it's like really focused energy and so this mm-hmm. like manic energy that i think is better it's really it's really interesting difference actually and sometimes it feels exactly the same. Which
0: is also kind of makes you feel young
2: again, too. You know, it's like yeah. that's a good thing too.
0: Fountain of youth, huh?
2: Yeah. You play um, the old songs. Play the old songs. It's hard to like not feel like we're just kids again, yeah. hanging out and having fun. I
0: I can imagine that. Um. So, you know, back in the day, did you did you feel connected to? to any particular scene, like the New York hardcore scene or Long Island hardcore scene? Or were you always like, like, Mah.
1: never Long Island, never Long Island scene, you know, <laughs> always. oh, Brooklyn was always our home. Brooklyn always treated us like, uh, like we belong there. And we had a good scene going there. You know, we had like the Rahim guys. We had, you know, a bunch of dudes, books live, fucking puppies, you know, baby teeth. You know, we had a whole family of uh, bands that all always played together constantly. So, like, it was nice. It was like one big community. And, you know, it's, it's, I guess, Shawnee, help me out here. What do you like? I guess, like, the Screamo community, would that be considered? I guess? I don't know, cause It was weird because around the
3: time we were playing shows um, as gospel, and even like at the end of Helen of Troy going into gospel, it was a very big. Uh, pop-punk emo time on Long Island. Uh, So a a lot of the bands on Long Island, like Brand New, Taken Back Sunday, all those bands were playing these huge shows on Long Island. So there wasn't really a a scene per se for uh, a band that sounded like us. So we ended up, and the city was kind of going towards, you know, things were opening up in Brooklyn, and that's kind of where we ended up, playing with, you know, meeting a lot of great people, a lot of friends who were starting bands and playing in bands that we played together. Uh, But yeah, all the bands, Vinnie Meneguar was another one that we were always playing shows with, Heston Rifle, just all friends that were doing bands. I think we kind of had our own little thing going uh, locally Mm -hmm. on Long Island, Brooklyn, or Queens.
0: So did you, when you started going from Helen of Troy to to, um, Gospel, were there any kind of musical influences that all four of you shared or bands where you said like, okay, that is something that we all like, even if it doesn't influence our sound?
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think we all, I think generally we all like a lot of different bands and there are a bunch of common bands that we kind of all come together on. I I think one of the main ones, Peter Gabriel Erogenesis. I know Vinny introduced me to Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. And I, I think that was a band that we oh, all. That's
0: where the rail thing in the email comes from.
2: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, rail in the waiting. Call, call him
0: rail666 at uh, gmail.com. That's <laughs> Vinny's email. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay. So, Genesis, I would never have imagined. I would never have imagined. Um,
2: yeah, that's a very no, strong no. common thread, to, especially, particularly like that theatrical Lamb down on Broadway.
0: But then we're talking about like not the the first lineup, but like the, the middle lineup, we you know when when Collins was still behind the drums and keeping his mouth shut, right? Oh, there is something stuck in
1: there. Oh, that's how it's. Ooh, you froze, my meme. Oh, there okay, you go. But,
0: but but so 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 we're still talking about the um the the lineup with Collins behind the drum set and
2: yeah no 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 later Genesis. Yeah nothing <laughs> no eighties no and then there, were, and then there was
1: boredom. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> boredom very <Yeah>, true <laughs> invisible cock
2: yeah. but, but I but, I think Bob we're all like variably into into um Prague I mean, we kind of get lumped in with frog music sometimes, but I think Sean is maybe the least into it. <laughs> and then um, I'm pretty heavily into it, and so is Adam and Vinny. I think I don't know, but it's it's hard to say that's the only thing we like. But I think it in the beginning, it was like trying to inf- trying to fuse some of that into what we were doing. So. Especially because I play the work. I play the keyboard, so it's like impossible to re- resist those comparisons. Yeah
0: yeah I I can see that I can definitely see that and I can also see some similarities of course although on the other hand it gets drowned in by a lot of hardcore right but um are there any particular influences now like more modern things or is it still 40 50 years back
2: (laughs) (laughs) John. <laughs> I, I think we go for more of like a I mean, it's hard to say speak for the whole band, but like we go for more of an atmosphere or like a, a feeling. Like it's like mm-hmm. kind of like dark, brooding kind of like powerful feeling. Like it's not it's not really influenced by music specifically. I think we're all influenced in how we play from music that we love. But when we're writing music together, I think it
0: Yes, recording in progress. Thank you. So you you were mentioning that you are more looking for an atmosphere.
2: Um, right.
0: And, yeah, and then I added,
2: I added Sean as being a big Jane's Addiction fan. <laughs>
3: <Ooh>. <laughs> and then I said, yes, Eric Avery is my favorite bass player ever.
2: Okay. Um, no joke. So I, don't, I don't know where you left off, but my point was we're all really influenced by what we love musically. And then I think we play like that. But when we come together, there's no particular band or something we're emulating. Mm. We're taking all of our influences and like mashing them together. So the the new record,
0: which came out in in May, um, how have the reactions been so far? And are you happy with the reaction that you got?
3: Yeah, there was a lot
0: of reactions to it. Like
3: more like that people cared enough to you know have a reaction to it after all these years of not. being an active band. So I mean that was very uh, overwhelming and great to see.
2: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, um yeah, the, the reviews have been really overwhelmingly positive for the most part. And you know you never know what how people are gonna react to something. We love the record, but we didn't know how it was going to be received and we're I couldn't be happier with that. It's great.
0: So is it correct that what I read, that one of the initiating points for this record has to do with Vinny's daughter.
2: No, no I think it, that it came after. Not.
0: Yeah, that yeah, was but way, so, so correct me, how how did it come along? How did um, you end up writing stuff together? Uh-huh. Oh, we were at a, we
3: were at a in 2018, Matt Messina's wedding. Uh, our friend and started talking we hadn't seen Adam in a while and that led to us playing again in the fall of 2018 we uh we played a show in September of 2019 and we were already writing leading up to that show so a few of the songs from The Loser were performed at that 20, no, 2021. And mm-hmm. we played pretty much every song from The Loser at that show. And then Vinny and his wife Pam got the, the unfortunate news that no one ever wants to hear that uh, their daughter was sick uh, a few days after that show. We were already doing the band for a few years and um, the songs were written. So they, it, nothing was written, you know, um, as far back. I, I I don't want to speak on on. That's I think Vinny's uh, question, you yeah. know, would be more, you have a better answer than yeah
1: yeah no the only the only thing uh the band had to do with with my my kid being ill was uh I came to a point where I was really worried financially about uh all the treatments you know she was going through a lot with uh radiation and chemo she had to get a a kidney removed you know and uh like a lot of shit in a very very short span of time so I asked the guys if they'd be willing to play like a benefit show like willing to you know play for free for to raise some money so uh me and my family could get out of the uh medical hole we were in and uh I was lucky enough where you know they agreed and we had two other bands that were so so fucking nice enough to you know take time out of their you know lives to come and help support and uh that that's pretty much what you know gospel had to do with uh with my daughter, Alina, whatever.
0: But, and, uh, and for everybody else who's now worrying, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I saw it correctly on your Facebook, she is well,
1: right? She is very well now. Yeah, she, she went through all her treatments and uh, all the, all the cancer is gone. So we got the port removed and uh, yeah, she's back to being a normal uh, little girl. Well, apart uh, you know, from the fact
0: that she has a crazy ass father, but otherwise, <laughs> <all good. laughs>
1: well, that's a fact. you know, hopefully, <laughs> everybody would say the same thing about thing. my
0: daughter, and anyway. So, <laughs>
1: uh, yes. one, one thing, I, either way, one last thing. <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead, brother. Sorry.
0: Uh, one thing that, for example, also strikes a lot of people about the record is. And even my wife said it. Uh, She said, like, that artwork is pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, it is, but the music is even better. But who came up with the (laughs) idea for this amazingly effective artwork?
1: Um, John.
2: We we were just in in my house and we were trying to figure out what to do. It was really late in the game. We were just like, didn't have artwork. I'm still really good friends with Alec, who did the amazing artwork on The Moon is a Dead World. I have to shout him out. My friend Alec Hell is like, Incredible artist, and everyone loves that artwork from the first record, so we are a little torn. we kind of wanted to do something like that but um um Robert Rauschenberg is an artist from the mid mid century and he did a series of pieces on cardboard called cardboards. He just like drew on the, and I have a poster of that in my room, and it just came to me, what if we just tore up a piece of cardboard and wrote, the- <laughs> wrote with a sharpie like the the whole album artwork so um actually yeah. So, yeah it's like yeah, the original it's, like the, uh, it's just a piece of cardboard that we wrote on yeah it's so
0: amazingly effective and it and, and it even in a way even tells its own story right you know not but, yeah. not the story of how it came to be but it tells a story of its own you know like yeah we we see, be, because we see cardboard sharp, sharpies with cardboards or carp, <laughs> cardboards with sharpies all the time right we see them in the streets everywhere but,
2: right
0: and so it was like very, very simplistic, I think. But it's really, really good.
2: Yeah, I think I think we're trying, from my perspective, we're just trying to come up with like an iconic look that you you just always remember. And it's like a little cast off. It was it's not supposed to like feel like there's a lot of thought put into it. It's just like immediate and visceral, kind of hopefully, hopefully like reflecting the music a little bit. Yeah. So.
0: So, does the record for you have an overarching theme? Like, is there a loser that you're basically talking about?
2: Um, unfortunately, Adam would be best equipped to talk through that because um, he wrote we, hadn't heard, we hadn't heard any of the lyrics essentially when we started going to go into the record. Am I wrong, guys? Like, no.
1: the
2: most part, I mean, from our perspective, I won't speak for him, but like, we were recording the music and he had his notebook and he was writing it as we were like recording and i think he came with an incredible narrative that i think only he could speak to the meaning of but i think and i know he prefers people to infer their own meaning from it so um yeah there's definitely definitely like a thread. there's definitely a thread through it there's definitely some meaning behind it and like a personal feeling that he has about it but uh, i have to Defer to him that ever if he ever wants to express exactly what it means. So
0: you, you again worked with Kurt in, mm-hmm. uh, from from Converge. Um, did that choice come about naturally because you already had worked with him before, or was it like ah, let's do, let's do Baloo? <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I think I think we it was all it was a, our choice to work with Kurt. We love what he did with Moons is Dead World. I think he understands us. Um, and I think he understood what we're looking to achieve when we record, so no-brainer for us to, uh, to go back to God City and work with Kurt.
2: Yeah, and it felt really good. It was, like, the same feeling as getting the band back together, just being back there with him gave us, like, a warm, fuzzy feeling. It was nice.
0: Did it feel like going full circle again? Like?
1: I I thought so, for sure. Vinny? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Going back there, I thought... Going back to Kurt it seemed like it was like something we we all wanted to do from the from the get go. But the time was like the hardest to get. Like, yeah. it seems that we have kids and like you know we had to travel there, we had to stay there, whatever. But when we finally was able to do it, it was like the biggest deal to us, you know. At least I, you know, you guys agree. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it made it it made it much sweeter to do it with him. Absolutely. And 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 it sounds insane. I mean, the record sounds better than I think any of us could have imagined. It's amazing. It, it
0: definitely sounds incredible. And I think at the same session you also recorded, shall we call it a, a one-off single like mm-hmm. MV? I only wrote down the, the the short form because I cannot remember it anyway. So MVDM, <laughs> something like Magic Dealer Volume. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just Magic Volume, basically. Um. Yeah, we recorded that at the same time. But that's a long, long song and a hard one to get right. So.
0: I, that's also something that I wanted to ask. It's like 21 minutes and somewhere on your band camp, you stated that y- you basically had intended back in the day to do one single full-length album, long track. So now yep. you're now you're putting out a 21-minute version of it or a 21-minute depiction of where it is at, at the moment, uh, did you want to get rid of haunting ghosts?
2: I'd say so. I mean, and, <laughs> in, in version one, I think version one of the band that was supposed to be the second record was going to be a 60 minute song. We kept trying to, we wanted one song that's like super long, like the, the scream of dope smoker, however you want to look at it. Um, and we would get a little bit further into the song than that point and it sucked. And then we'd go back and a little bit further and go back and a little bit further and go back. And I think it just naturally, that was it. So that okay. as you hear it is basically how it was back in the day. And we had put so much time and love and energy in that song. We wanted to make sure it was out there in some form.
0: But it's called volume one. So, but we won't get volume two, A.
2: Eh? Who knows? Maybe. Is it difficult <laughs> never, to play? Never say
0: never. <laughs> is is it is it difficult to play that one because like twenty one minutes?
1: Yes, yeah. it it's, it's difficult to get the feel right live yeah. with it. You know, you got it's got to have you know, like you can have it like orchestrated and timed perfectly or whatever, but that song like it only works if uh, if everyone everyone's feeling right when they're playing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. it's more organic you know and it's it's one of those hit or miss songs you know live so yeah you know. it needs a lot of feeling and um i myself am doing like
2: a lot of a lot towards the end that whole end suite is just like if i'm a little off it just doesn't work So <laughs> it's on me if the end doesn't sound good usually so, <laughs> it's, it's so everybody can on. go like
0: we were perfect look yeah. at john he's like
2: yeah. if if i'm in the zone and i'm doing the really just right that's not the end is is great and if i'm off it just sounds like shit so yeah.
0: <laughs> general question are there any of the songs that you wrote either now or back for for the moon where you say like oh now those are difficult to play for us
1: i
2: mean there's some we still can't really play from the moon <laughs> we we have a
1: fucked every time we play it, man. That shit sucks.
2: Yeah, Redemption's
1: hard Oh okay, yeah. As, as far as you can hard. throw me, as far as you can throw me from the first
2: record, it's extremely hard to play well.
1: Yeah.
2: We can we can get through it, but it's that's that's probably the toughest song. Yeah, that's where you gotta
1: like put an oxygen mask on us after, and do a little chest compression, throw <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on yeah. another four beers, you know. <laughs>
2: I have to shout out Vinny's stamina. Vinny's, Vinny's been playing drums like he's he's twenty five again, so it's amazing.
0: that is definitely true.
2: Sounds 25. like the
0: animal from the Muppets, but with even more octane in the in the tank, definitely.
2: Vinny's <laughs> the best drummer
0: ever, so Agreed, well, he yeah. would say he would say otherwise, but I I
2: Thank he, you. he's definitely you. he's good. he's up there. He's he's up there.
0: So so okay. one thing that strikes a lot of people, including me, is that this year we had returns by Saisha, we had City of Caterpillar doing a new record, you doing a new record. Do you guys have any idea why so many of the bands from back in the day ha- are having a comeback?
1: Midlife crisis i didn't
0: want to ask about it yeah. i didn't want to ask it like that otherwise <laughs> apart from midlife crisis anything else
1: no i think i think it's just i think now it just seems like everybody just has more time on their hands you know what i mean like not you know everyone's got their families together got everything in order so now there's a lot more time to actually go forth the effort into playing again at least i think so what do you think sean i think that.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think like age and, you know, being past uh, certain milestones in life if you were dealing with them. at, um, Like, I mean, like I just try to play music when my kids were babies, you know, like I have three kids, they're all two years apart. So having like a one, three and five year old at home, you know, I'm kind of not a good dad or husband if I'm out till like two in the morning and leaving uh, all three of them to my wife to take care of at the same time. So, I mean, like, like being past that just personally and i think like based on the age of the other bands that you mentioned uh, i'm not sure where they are you know in certain aspects of life but i mean i think being at this age I think we're all kind of like set in our our places you know there's not a lot yeah of history as to what the next move is or where we're going to be living in two or three years i think we're all kind of settled where we are so i think it just makes it easier like collectively like with with the bands that you mentioned i would, could only assume just based on our experiences but um being that we're all similar age i think it's just being grounded and being
2: you know, makes it easier yeah and there wasn't like a secret level playing records club where we all shook hands and we're like we're all gonna come out with records like I mean, it do? it's, it's yeah. totally it's <laughs> definitely a coincidence in that way
3: and it's, it's very very <laughs>
2: But it is yeah. weird. It seems like it could have been planned out because everything's happening at the same time.
3: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's yeah. exciting. Uh, we're actually playing the first Seisha show back. We're supporting them November, on November. Right? 7th. And then we a bunch of us got to see City of Caterpillar last week in Brooklyn, and that new album is amazing. Yeah, they're, they were amazing.
0: So good. So good. Yeah. But still not number one hardcore album this year. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> I got to ask that for, 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 for <laughs> Vinny. You, you said. Uh, Helen of Troy I know that there is still some music unpublished will that ever see the light of day oh no or at least on a vinyl
1: <laughs> nah uh, you know the, the Helen of Troy shit that uh, people are talking about is it's, it's all the stuff that wasn't on vinyl that is going to be put on vinyl that's all it yeah. is it ain't some like like lost album something it's just mm-hmm. everything that it was it's pretty much just another discography on vinyl that's all it is you know what I mean so nothing crazy you
0: know what I mean so uh, let's let's cool look into cool. let let's look into fairy tale future plans uh you, you guys can curate a one-day seven bands festival with gospel playing one of those slots mm-hmm. so first of all which slot is gospel gonna be in, and who's gonna play otherwise? We'd be the opener, and, and we can divide it. Be, I said seven because we can divide it into two for each of you, three guys. Nice,
3: Sean. Uh, we have to play first, so we can then drink and watch We're, the other band. Yeah, um, we wanted to always, drink.
2: It's always best to play first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Sean, uh, which two bands would you choose? By the machine or is this current bands? Whatever. You, you right. are having the HG Wells pass to every band <laughs> you want to. <laughs> Past, <laughs> present, <laughs> and future.
3: That would, that would open it up too much. So I'm going to go with bands playing now. I would go City of Caterpillar and Jane's Addiction.
2: Okay. Nice.
1: <laughs> Very nice. John, which Maybe. one would you be choosing? No, you, John.
2: Me. Um this is silly because I'm wearing the shirt, but Dragged into Sunlight is incredible and and uh, one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Um so I'd love to play with them. And um I guess classic Isis, like Oceanic Isis mm. was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my whole life. So yeah. um that. Or, or I guess, you know Seamneck, I could be a thing to say. I I love, also I love very Love that new
0: band. Incredible. Very good life band. So Vinny, your three bands are gonna be your two bands are gonna be the last and second to last band on of the day.
1: I'd have to say uh Blackbraid and Ooh. uh a Paramount of Love Supreme. Uh, that would okay. be my two picks. Nice. Nice. Definitely Blackbraid though. They they've been my uh, my uh, my flavor of the week right now. <laughs> so, or, geez, I think it's just one guy you know and and
0: correct me if I'm wrong but if I looked it up correctly you guys never really did a cover on any of your records like a cover song no. So no. if you could choose if <laughs> each of you can choose one song
1: <laughs>
0: then we know which EP is going to come next
1: all right Vinny, Sean? you go first
0: this time. No, 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 no. no, no, no like... Vinny,
1: Vinny. you have to go first. Yes. Song the Any song uh, ever. Supper's Ready by Genesis.
0: Nice. <laughs> John. Um
3: gee, I don't know. Um three days, Jane's addiction.
0: <laughs> I, I see a little kind of pattern there.
2: But... <laughs> and, and I'll I'll say Achilles Last Stand, that's up one.
1: Nice! That, that would be a
2: good, good record we should actually do that. Yeah. Dude, that that answer gave me a boner that was great
0: <laughs> and, and now let's reverse it you know you can choose one artist to cover a gospel track oh gosh and let's stick to active bands active fuck and we're not taking another Jane's Addiction answer
2: <laughs>
0: um... now John you go first
2: um, let's say, um, Melvin's doing your your electric Surge suite. Nice.
1: That that would be sick. Nice. That would be
0: dope. <laughs> Definitely. Vinny, which one would it be for you?
1: I want Depeche Mode to play Bravo. <laughs> and you got to choose nice. more. You got to choose an easier
0: song because it's only two guys anymore. So.
1: Oh All fuck. Right. All right. Uh you know what? Uh I want woven hand to do uh do a warm bed.
0: Yeah. Oh that'd be good.
1: That would be nice. And Sean.
0: Uh Johnny Cash died, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. yeah, like twenty-one years ago or something, man.
3: <laughs> um I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go porno for Pyros. Um I'm kidding. <laughs> for real?
1: <laughs>
3: Dude, I was excited. That was, great. That no, was, that great. was a sneaky way out. I don't know. Um, that's a. T- I don't know. That's a tough one for me. I- I'll go Weird Al, anything off of the moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did, that was good
0: nice. enough. Did uh, not. I mean, you could say about the guy whatever you want to, but he sure has a knack for doing good covers. <laughs> <clears throat> so... Uh, These were like the questions that I had thought of. And of course, we cannot end any Veil of Sound interview without our infamous quickfire round. So you all have to answer 10 questions and you always get two alternatives and then have to choose. And uh, if you want to give an explanation, then give a short one. Uh, We'll start off with a few New York related questions. Sick of it all or H two O?
2: Oh. Sick, sick sick of it all. all.
0: Agree. Sick of it all. Ooh, that was that, even so.
2: <laughs>
0: Roger Mirrit or Freddie Kirsten.
2: Oh. Freddie Kirsten. I'll figure out Freddie Freddie too. Freddie.
0: I'll go with the guys, yeah. Brooklyn or Queens? That's easy.
1: Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah.
0: where would you rather play or have played CBGB's or St. Vitus
2: I'd love to play CB's again we've played both places thankfully CB's rest in peace Mm
1: -hmm. CB's we've played Vitus like nine times so far
0: (laughs) Sean which one would you rather play in we played both,
3: so like the 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 whole historic part of CBS is cool, but is awesome. They treat us well.
0: A home away from home. Sorry. Okay, Good um, Good we cannot Sick. talk about New York without talking about hip hop. So Wu Tang Clan versus Beastie Boys.
2: Wu oh, Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Every day of the week. <laughs> um,
0: the Yankees or the Mets. The Mets. Mets.
2: Matt. No. Yankees. That's wrong. You're wrong.
0: Um, Okay, a few other questions (laughs) apart from that. Uh, You've mentioned two Long Island bands, so I gotta throw them in. Taking Back Sunday or Brand New? And we're only talking about music, not about sexual harassment or anything. Just talking about music.
2: Brand New.
3: Yes. Head to head,
2: I would have to pick Brand New, if you put a gun gun to my head. Brand New. Same gun to my head. As as,
0: <laughs> as as you were talking about being metal hats when you were younger, which album do you choose? Peace sells or the black album?
1: Peace sells. Peace sells. For sells. sure. Way better.
0: I'm you buying that. Can cho- you can choose between <laughs> At The Drive In and or Mars Volta. Which one would you rather Mars play Volta. with?
1: Mars Volta.
2: Um Mars Volta for me too.
0: At the driving. Ooh, at least one question where you don't agree. Um Emerson Lake and Palmer or yes?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And I got one last one. Pink Floyd with waters or without waters?
1: Oh. Waters. With. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna go with. And and Vinny, what did you say?
1: With, with Devil with, with,
0: with. Okay.
1: He was on Live at Pompeii, right? <laughs> yes, he is. Then yes. Then with. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes.
2: I love Live at Pompeii. It's the best thing ever. The okay. I, I got devil I got
0: one last one. I mean, like, I know that you all love um The Lamp Lies Down on Broadway, but outside of those, Foxtrot. Or selling England by the pound. Oh,
1: selling England—that's hard, England. though. It's it's selling England definitely. Selling England. So, supper's ready, just for supper's ready. Yeah, but fuck so selling we, England by the pounds, amazing. amazing. Right. So
0: we see everybody. This is not just your average hardcore band. Very are nerds. You can ask them anything. <laughs> you know who 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 played Life at Pompeii? They know everything. And uh, first of all, I I cannot overemphasize it. If you are listening to this podcast and if you are following Veil of Sound and if you, for fuck's sake, haven't listened to The Loser yet, stop right here and correct that wrong. Then go ahead and buy it and pray for those guys ever to touch European ground, as I do. Guys, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for taking the time.
2: Thank you so much for having us awesome appreciate it and thanks for all the kind words about the record we really appreciate
0: all more than deserved my friend all more than deserved have a good evening boys bye-bye